CLS is go for main engine, start. Go at throttle up. Negative return. Then we see a nominal Miko. Welcome to space. do Philadelphia songs. <laughs> I was like, what is this? I can't. Oh no, what what crazy Philly fight song is this? Listen, I made it clear in the fall when the Phillies were in the World Series that we had a legitimate shot at going to three of the four next championships here in the US. Mm-hmm. And um that's what's happening. We're two now we're two out of <laughs> two out of th- promised three championships on the way here, Jake. Jake, you do know about football? I, I've heard of it's a pretty yeah. important game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know about the Super Bowl? That's the American football where you can use your hands. That's the American football where you use your hands. Uh, do you know about Crisco? Uh, it's used mostly for baking, but also your people tend to like to rub it on poles. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so when we're going to win the Super Bowl, and then uh, the police department, uh, probably today, maybe tomorrow, they'll start greasing the poles, as we call it, um, <laughs> which they go out and they rub Crisco on all the poles, which doesn't stop any Philadelphian from climbing the poles. Because uh, I'm not sure anyone... This is... Welcome to Off Nominal, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we so not only is this a thing we do after our sports teams win championships it's a thing that happens like less than a mile from my house on the wreck <laughs> in the italian market there is a a greased pole climbing uh festival so uh yeah see you can you can see you can see people oh that's loud isn't it no it's only loud for me so this is what happens this is what happens here jake we just climb climb grease poles so i hit the wrong button I don't know if there's a city that embodies leaning into the off nominal spirit more than Philadelphia. I really love it. It's good. <laughs> there's, a, it's, there's a reason that half of the show is headquartered here. <laughs> like, like, like what other city where there's like, we're going to grease the poles so you stop climbing. And Philadelphia's like, we love this. This yeah. is now our thing. Oh, now <laughs> we are owning this. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody thinks it's to stop us anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just like a required budget line item. It's like, yeah. oh, man, you Gotta get, grease them. I have, the city council got voted out because he didn't grease the polls enough. And so, <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. So like a couple years ago, we hired this new police commissioner from she was from like Portland or something. And I just love that. Like at some moment, somebody had to sit her down and be like, all right, listen, Phillies are doing pretty well this year. We need to talk about the Crisco budget line item. <laughs> just like what? Like, what are we doing? Do we do this? This is the thing that the police department does. So I don't know who does it. I, I'm not sure what what municipal thing does it but parks and rec yeah yeah Yeah. uh anyway um starship's about to do its static fire so everyone's watching that that's great but what Mm -hmm. we're doing Mm -hmm. jake is drinking drinking and talking about balloons we think (laughs) (laughs) we're going in loose on this one (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah we've got a little bit of a, a a period in our planning here that's a little more flexible. It's a little more Crisco. You know, we don't really know what's going to go on here. So. Crisco. <laughs> uh, 
but this this crazy balloon has been kind of a, a funky story, and uh, we'll, we have some stuff to talk about it. But uh, what are you drinking? What do you got? Uh, well, to be uh, somewhat thematic, uh, I have a couple of beers from a mix pack left that my brother-in-law, Pat, I think he might listen to this show. I think he occasionally listens to this show. So hello if you're, you're sponsoring the beer segment today. But this one <laughs> is from a Vermont brewery called Zero Gravity that we were drinking the last time, the last Eagles game. This one's called Green State, which oh. I feel like is a pretty uh, thematic thing. There's a nice bird on it, too. Cool. Yeah. Love it. I dig it. So the, the other ones, there was a mix pack. They had some other ones. Uh, I guess zero gravity is pretty thematic. I didn't realize it has a gravity, but gravity is like it's in all the names like Comet and Gravity and Galaxy Hops are always running around. Yeah. Isn't uh, gravity like actually like a metric for beer? Like, like don't you, re- you read it? the gravity of the beer to determine how much alcohol is in it? Isn't that the, the word they use? I don't know. That's Brewers, I, tweet us. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Hit us up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure gravity is a word you use yeah. when you're a brewer. This one's pretty refreshing, which is great because it is 60 degrees here today, mm. randomly. It was like 10 last week, and now it's 60, so. Okay. Yeah, it's great. So it's pretty refreshing. Awesome. I got a, a new thing I'm trying. So I went to a, I went to an event this week, and they had these things called uh, tamarind margaritas. So it's a margarita, mm. but it's got like, you know, like a tamarind pulp. Like so I made one. It's got a monkey in it. What what's a monkey? A tamarind, a tamarind. <laughs> the kind of monkey or a lemur know. or something? No, it's like a, a vegetable, a fruit or something. I think something. it's both, Jake. Okay, well, well whatever. Anyway, that. so it's got like it's tangy little little margarita um, uh, uh, thing going on with the tahini and the lime and yeah. Anyway, so I made one because they're really good. So I kind of fell in love with them. I might make these as just my normal margarita now. I don't know. Tamarind. Oh, tamarind. It's tamarind. Tamarind. Oh, okay. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> That looks good. That looks Very a little good. more uh, involved than your recent ones have been. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it t- I mean, I put it in a nice glass, which makes it look That's like you did ups, hard work. Ups it a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, so, um, yeah. Why are we doing this show? <laughs> um, purely because I think your people failed us, Jake. <laughs> My people. <laughs> your my people. people. This sailed right over your old house, this balloon. Mm, yeah, I didn't look at yeah. the trajectory, but I think it basically sailed over your, maybe either your childhood home or your your previous uh, place in the Vancouver area. Well, And you listen, didn't tell us about like, this balloon. As you know, And all the two every- governments that have had problems with the Chinese government lately, <laughs> you're the one that's been snatching CEOs or whatever. What was that storyline where they like yeah, kidnapped yeah. some lady who was a C something? The Huawei one. So what the hell? You let this balloon slip by. Well, listen, we uh, we have a hard time buying fighter jets from you guys. It's been a whole <laughs> thing. It's like a... And, Apparently, that's the only tool you can use to combat these balloons. And so we were just, you know, all we really can do right now is kind of wrench your old like F-14s on the weekend. So um, we, we just we just couldn't that's pull a good gig, off. though. That's a good yeah. gig. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this thing, man. <laughs> this is such a wild story. Like I just, <laughs> I, I, we were talking about this, and it's just like, okay, is this a, is this a space story? Like, can we, should we even talk about this on off nominal? And it's like, because it's like this, it's not, it's not even like a, yeah, it was word stratolite. Is that what you say? Is it even Saturn that or is stratolite? I don't know. Is this just like a balloon that's like kind of high? Because <laughs> well, like there's an, there's an F twenty two there. Like it can't be that high, you know? Like. <laughs> 
Is this, I don't know. I love that. I love that you're like, there's an F-22. It can't be that high. It's shooting a rocket out. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how weapon systems work. Come on. It's literally a rocket. Like, you know. Literally, my government's been trying to buy these things for like my entire adult life. So yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't listen, know well now, now we, our sales, listen, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not a salesman for Lockheed. I'm a, I'm more in their acquisitions department based on what I've been mm. talking about lately with Rocket Lab. But yeah, yeah, all yeah. I'll say is now we know that the F-22 can actually hit something air to air. Before this, <laughs> we never knew that other than training. This is the first time that anything has uh, been hit air to air from an F-22, which I find hard to believe, yet very I easy to that, believe. I find that really hard to believe because like you've been flying these things for like 10 years or something, haven't you? Like they're yeah. not, they're not. Oh, way more than that. Way more than that. Yeah. Ten years Um, ago, I was watching these things in air shows. Okay. And so, like, has there there really never been a time, like, across all of Afghanistan where, like, you haven't shot down a drone with an F-22? Like, how has this not happened yet? I don't, I don't get it. (sighs) That's a real, that's a whole other... If someone from the Air Force could uh, send us a confirmation of that, that would be really great. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get the list of things the F-22 has been up to. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, there's just a Canadian here. You can send it to media at offnom.com. Uh, we, will, we will accept uh, your press statements there on the uh, operational history of the F-22. All yeah. right, the, the real topic of the show is not... Let's talk about the balloon, although that is yeah. a, a thing. The real topic is, is this a story that we should talk about on this show? That's that's what we want to get into, because there's mm-hmm. and there's a couple angles. Number one, the thing we always say about the Chinese space program is that they are speed running the space race era. Right. That's their their goal is to, like, do as many of the well, milestones yeah. that we did Our in the 60s um, and 70s. It's one of our listeners that coined that. We have to give him credit. It was okay. Jason who said that. He said they're speed running the Soviet space program is what they were doing. Yes. <laughs> so what, and the thing they've been missing is let's do some UFO shit. Like, let's oh, do yeah. it. Let's do some mm-hmm. UFO shit. And now it's, uh, this is, I think Marina had, Corin had a, uh, an article about this that was like, this is the quintessential UFO. Is that right? I think that headline is mm. correct. Let me look this up. Sounds about right. I got to search. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to search the Atlantic for UFOs. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 there it is. Yes. Da, Anthony's Googling stuff. Anthony's Googling. Yeah. There it is. The Chinese okay, balloon and the disappointing reality of UFOs. This is the perfect way to put it because uh, all this UAP shit, we tried to get Tom DeLong on this podcast when the <laughs> yeah, UAP shit was hot, right? Like, remember all that crazy stuff? Like, <laughs> All that was just mostly this kind of stuff. Yeah. That's what's going on here, Jake. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, um, you know, we now know that the Chinese are, are uh, all over this balloon spy thing. So I, th- I was I was throwing the, the other article that came out is they were like, you know, okay, there's this balloon. And it's like, where is it? Oh, it's over Montana. It's over Illinois. It's over. And it just floated over. And then at some point they were like, there is also another one in Latin America. Okay, thanks. Bye. And I, I like opened up the, but I'm like, where in Latin America? Like Latin America <laughs> is enormous. Like it literally goes from San Diego to Antarctica. Like where it, where is, <laughs> and it was like, it's in Latin America. And I had to like go digging somewhere. And I guess apparently it was Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I thought that was funny. So we got like, like latitude and longitude for the American one. And then like just a, a general hemisphere. hemisphere yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you look up the trajectory? Is it coming near your house? I don't know, man. They're not no. tracking that one as hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
All right. Well, here's a couple of things I want to break down about this because we clearly have no idea where to dig into this story. <laughs> Number one, I feel like this is generally exposed. It's like all of a sudden the entire country had this like 1960s Sputnik moment mentality. Like, <laughs> it did, yeah. holy shit, like there's a thing overflying my sovereign <laughs> land, right? And you can get into the culture war aspect of this for sure. But oh, it, the, the rocket's happening. Update, Starship didn't blow up yet. It's oh, there it doing goes. a lot of fire. We'll, we'll get... I don't know what Ooh. is going on at the bottom there. <laughs> <It's> a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of stuff down there. <laughs> I guess those are just birds from a long distance shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, it just like immediately flipped everyone into that Sputnik mentality, which may or may not have actually been the mentality, right? Like the the this is one of the space race myths that that you and I talk about. Of like, isn't that actually what culture was like at the moment? Uh, mm-hmm. were, were people that freaked out about Sputnik? Did everyone actually hear it on radio signatures? Like those kind of myths. But that's how everyone treated it. it was like, I can't believe this is happening, which to me is just a good example that whether or not the imaging satellites that China's been launching recently are even close to the resolution of like the National Reconnaissance Office satellites, people have not consumed the fact that satellites still exist and it could take pictures of your house. Like that has not <laughs> made its way into Gen Pop's mind. You know, they have Google Earth, but there's not, but that's only Google, right? Certainly yeah. China doesn't have that. <laughs> and that was bizarre yeah. to me. Yeah, that was a little weird, I guess. Um, it, it is, it is hilariously like reminiscent of, of the past. And I, I you know, I was doing a bunch of research on this because I was like, well, let's talk about balloons. And so I was looking up like old balloon missions and stuff. And there is like, I don't know. It, I felt like I was in the 1960s and also right now when I was wa- like researching this stuff and, and watching these videos and stuff, it's it's pretty wild. So I have some stuff to show you. I don't know where we want to do it in this episode. Yeah, yeah. But let's I have, get, well, no, because I got I a couple more topical to things. Okay, okay, bring yeah. it on. Yeah. So I am interested in it in, as a space story because I find like there's, you know, the, the worldview hype of uh previous or what were they called originally orbital perspective or something and they were gonna take a dinner party up this is the the off nom booze cruise was gonna be right right, uh, right, right. we buy dinner in a balloon wasn't or whatever it, and it goes in a worldview wasn't it one of those yeah but i think it was called something different at the time oh. um yeah it had like it was like it was basically a floating bar is what the thing was yeah so yeah uh, they've kind of drifted away from space tours and it's still listed on their site but they've added more of like remote sensing imagery kind of stuff to that because and that's what i find interesting is that this is not titularly a space story but it is like the thing that you know and and assuming we don't actually fully know what the deal is with this balloon yet we don't know exactly what the payload was but assuming it was like imagery and stuff this is an area where a non-space thing is is doing the same activities as satellites and mm. and could have like better resolution or different kind of sensor package that it can support. So I do find it interesting that, you know, maybe there's areas where the hype around planet or any given company is like, I don't know, is it the best imagery? Is it the most convenient way to do this? Is it worth launching that many satellites for however much money if you can just put a similar package up on a very cheap balloon and float it there? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> I find that part curious to think about, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or is this literally yeah. like, all right, well, our satellites are really good, so we don't have to waste time like dealing with winds, so we'd just rather launch a couple more satellites, and China's still like, I don't know, we haven't really gotten that payload totally dialed in yet, so. 
Let's float this. They, sucker they haven't over there. taken the the American government uh, uh, approach, which is uh, spare no expense, like whatever right. the best one is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, one way this to put is it. like the, this is the Chinese space program equivalent of uh, the Americans spent a bajillion dollars on a space pen, and the you know, Russians used a pencil. That was right. like that's that one. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there's some We've more developed. fun stuff too. Like they've been, I, I got to pull up this site or this uh, article from The Drive that was talking about like last year, two years ago, there was somebody in the Philippines that was uh, taking pictures of like a Zeppelin that China was testing over the South mm. China Sea. So like Zeppelins are back. I don't know. I just feel all of a sudden we're like <laughs> mid-century <laughs> again, you know? Yeah. It's all steampunky now, man. Steampunky. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That yeah. did lead me to looking up, like, have you ever looked at the pictures of the Hindenburg over New York City? I think I've seen, like, the... It's a man in the high the castle classic, shit. Yeah, the classic photo, right? With, the, like, the Empire State Building and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, go um, look at that again, because that's, that's just not... It's a thing that you would never think is, like, a legitimate... <laughs> like this is a legitimate photo you know like all, all we get now is goodyear blimps over the over the the handball stadiums not yeah. just straight up the swastika <laughs> over new york city like this is the most ominous and honestly yeah. is one of new jersey's crowning achievements of destroying the airship era by blowing up the hindenburg <laughs> by accident so lakehurst new jersey yeah yeah, yeah. That's You're it. That's what we got. <laughs> no, that's no, all. You have just, no thoughts about this balloon thing. No, I do. I do. I just. It's what's really funny is that like. So I did this prep work for this project Echo thing, and you are like setting up every single thing. This is we. This is going to sound like we actually got together and planned this episode because <laughs> we did not. Right. Like, <laughs> I have one last part. I have one last part. I have one last part. New Jersey. Oh my god. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. Okay. I mean, listen, home state, baby. I live in Philly now, but. You, yeah. you can take the boy out of Jersey, but yeah. <laughs> but you can't take the um, Jersey out of the. You can't. You can't. That's Frankie Valley said that best. I think. Uh, where was I even going, Jake? Oh, the the whole UFO aspect to this all. Number one. Um, so the the drive is a site that I have been telling you about, right? Because they've got some. They do like car stuff and whatnot, but they have this whole defense section of the site that has hmm. been doing the best reporting on on all of this kind of stuff. And when the UAP mania was happening, they were, they were writing articles like this. This was 2019, like during Tom DeLonge getting CIA contracts or whatever the hell was going on. Robert, Robert Bigelow was like using it to get out of bankruptcy or whatever. Um, they were doing these excellent breakdowns of like, oh, it's like radar reflectors in a balloon. So there's like a square in a balloon and it's floating over the ocean. And this imagery was taken by that thing. And it's probably just some regular old stuff, right? Which all UFO stories turn out to be regular old stuff. And now after this whole incident, they've like looked back through the other times that these were like, because now the, the US government is like, yeah, we've seen, you know, five of these over the last two years. And they floated over yeah, Florida yeah. and Hawaii and areas or off the coast of virginia was one like areas where the uap craze hit big time so mm -hmm. like it's just turning out exactly what we thought like 1960s was soviet balloons and like balloons that we were using to spy on the soviets 2020s like chinese balloons are the ufos it's the same thing even so much <laughs> so i'm planning this trip to new mexico right and in, in may we're gonna go to new mexico do some national parks and katie was like do you want to, like, I know you're into space stuff. Do you want to go to Roswell? And I was like, 
Hell no. There's no reason to go to Roswell. <laughs> nothing happened there. Like, there is nothing of interest there to my sensibilities. It's literally like they immediately knew what it was. It was this balloon that we were using to sense radiation from nuclear testing. It was just aluminum that some guy found not even close to Roswell, by the way. You can tell how annoyed I am at the whole UAP UFO thing. <laughs> like, if you look up this the Roswell is, this story... This is the Joshua National Park <laughs> space stories right here. God, that's funny. I'm just saying, like, go look up the Roswell story again. <laughs> Nothing happened near Roswell. The guy lived, like, hours away from Roswell, and that was the nearest town. He drove in was like, yeah, I found a piece of the balloon you're looking for. And, and then somebody in the 90s was like, we should make this a thing. So... All I'm saying is maybe Myrtle Beach is the new Roswell. All right. Yeah. I'm digging it. I'm or Billings, it. Montana. I can maybe. tell that you I can yeah, I can tell you've you've lived this story this week, Anthony. <laughs> I can tell that, that you've you've felt yeah. it in your heart. I whatever. I just I was like eh, I went through various like I, I just the whole time felt like is this that like this is that big of a story everyone's freaking out we're doing sputnik mania again over this like yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to find out like what they were trying to get at with this right and then that's the whole thing was like we flew u2s over it to see what it was sending out and eventually recovering the hardware that after it was shot down like there's there's pictures now of of the recovery so it'll be fun <laughs> And I'm I'm curious mostly like some of these satellite companies that have said we're going to put up 18 more satellites so we can have revisit times of interesting areas every 2 hours or whatever. Maybe just float some balloons too if you want persistent imagery, right? There's creepy, there's creepy <laughs> aspect to persistent imagery. But can they it control does them cut well into to the market something. I mean I guess it depends or, how many I, balloons China or, flew out and, and one of them happened to kinda, go on the exact path that they wanted. Yeah, <laughs> like you just put it in the jet stream and, and see where, where nature takes it. Like that's kind of, I don't know. I don't really know how these work, but. I think it's more about finding the, the level. I've never flown a balloon, but yeah, I think you can find the right level to float the direction you want. Just, just go up and down to, to the wind you want. Yeah. Right. That's kind of, I've read a little bit about that and that's kind of what it sounds like. Interesting. I have no idea. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like Project Loon, right. the Google thing, they they did have problems. Uh, was it Puerto Rico when they were trying to like loiter long term at Puerto Rico and they kept like they were struggling at that for a bit. I don't know if that has anything to do with just the positioning of it. It's like in the tropics, like just getting sucked right up the coast and all that. But I don't know. Balloons. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. curious of the areas in which like. A market can be eaten into that that you would think is a satellite company area, right? And then and then like, could you do it with cheap balloons? That's curious. Yeah, yeah. At some point, like there, I guess there's got to be like an altitude where it stops being okay. I, I don't. That that's what's really kind of interesting to me. Where because like, if I fly a drone like outside your bedroom window and take a picture of you, mm. like I'm I'm breaking laws. But if I just <laughs> If I go up ten feet, am I still breaking another law? Like, mm. or if I go up a hundred feet, at that, like, where is where is it stop being like creepy and just be like normal? Right. Like, I don't I don't know where that is. That's Even kind of legally, thinking. right? Like, don't I if I own this plot of land, which I do, like I to a certain altitude, I own the airspace, but it's not very high. I don't think. I, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I never looked into this, but I think that might be true. I don't think I own up to like 
Chinese balloon territory, but that was um <laughs> that movie. One of the Ocean's movies was about that. I think it was Ocean's thirteen, and the, one of the they had to like fake being a rich person, and the the, <laughs> the, the claim like the, like why is this guy rich was that he he bought all the air like so like he would buy <laughs> the air above everyone's houses. He was in real estate because he owned all air. <laughs> that was like the story of that rich person. <laughs> they were just they were just a little early on the whole like uh, yeah, FCC yeah. orbit slot ownership <laughs> craze <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man all right what's up with this other what's up with these other balloons you were looking into well, some some balloons yeah i mean there's not really like a like a uh content story here i was just like i was curious about balloons and i knew that there was these old ones uh called project echo from way back in the day and i was like i'm gonna go read up on these and refresh my memory and it's like actually surprisingly topical there was like a lot of stuff in here that i was like oh man i'm really glad i watched this uh it's pretty good so um yeah so there's like this project echo this is like 19 uh it's right at the start of nasa it's like literally like 1958 they're putting this thing together um and and uh hearkening back to this recent we martians episode i did about the founding of jpl this is like literally jpl's oh, the, first project not the one that just came back from the grave no 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 we'll talk about that later <laughs> um uh but no so the the founding of jpl like the, jpl was part of caltech and part of the army and then in 1958 nasa happened and then they they took control of jpl and they said you're a part of NASA now. Please make this giant balloon satellite for us. And then they went to work on on Project Echo. So that's kind of funny how that that worked out. But I mean, this is this is not like a crazy interesting piece of technology. I mean, I'm sure it was at the time, but like it's like a hundred foot metallicized balloon. They put it into orbit, and on my favorite ugly rocket, the Thor, whatever uh, one it is, um, <laughs> and uh, and then they 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 did a test where they just sent a message from Goldstone, California, to your home state of New Jersey. Um, that was the that was the oh, test. Really? So there's yeah. So there's the they, silly were balloon they using it to see if they could kill more airships. What was the plan? <laughs> they were just sending a phone call. This is like this is like literally like a tech demo. This is mm. this is like the 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 most hilarious thing. So they would just literally like fire world. a radio signal at it, and it would bounce back down. So they, they were did just like bouncing a, it off the balloon. Literally, it's like a mirror in space. <laughs> um, and so they would they would send a phone call. They they started with like an Eisenhower message, and then sent it back down. And then they actually made a phone call, I guess. But hmm. um, yeah, sounds so super I've, secure. Yeah, <laughs> so I found this documentary. Presidential messages over reflective balloons. <laughs> <laughs> this will work. This will get them. <laughs> um, you have to go to the start of this documentary, like the okay. very opening scene, and put the audio on. I was just, I just made me laugh because I, we need to start more documentaries like this. This is like so right, fun. Let me, turn, let me crank it. Let me crank it. Okay. I got no sound. I don't know if you got sound coming through. I thought I did. Oh, you know what? Hold on. <laughs> The hold big on. bounce. Hold on, hold on. Let me work the issue. Why I have to I, listen, folks. What Jake provided me with was an og vorbis. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and I, so what I need to do is now get a new browser that's not hooked into my current uh, flow here. So, just give me a second. I watched it in Safari, so I don't know what your big problem. I don't know what's going on? Right. <laughs> this should work now. The big bounce. Here we go. The big bounce. Is this working now? Yeah. Listen to that music. We need to start more documentaries like this. This well, is what I'm saying. 
Uh, we need more things like two- narrated by Larry Thor too. By the yeah. way, that's amazing. And it's name. like it's like two minutes of credits before anything starts. I was going to ask Remember how long we're going to watch this spooky, <laughs> no, spooky that's good. credit. That's fine for that. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to show. And this guy and also walking the, into frame. Yeah, yeah the, the title of it is also just great. The big bounce. Like they were just. I don't know. I love that. Wait, where did he? Yeah. He just said where it was. Let's see where it was. Somewhere in that's New Jersey. That's the one. That's Let's the one see. in New Jersey. That one. I want to know what town, Jake. Helms, Helms Deep or Helmsdale? <laughs> Hilltop in New Jersey. Oh yeah, twiddle those knobs. Antenna. Look at that. Right, right. So, did you watch so, this whole thing? I did watch this whole thing. Yes. Um, the big bounce. <laughs> the big bounce. Uh, it was in Holmdel. 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 So did it work? Um, <laughs> it did work. It did work. Uh, and, and if you want to see some great acting dem- demonstrating how it works, go to 1017 on the track. This I I was in my office this morning by myself, like dying of laughter because they recreate. Like I don't think this is the real test. It can't be. So they they brought in a film crew and like recreated the successful <laughs> message. And, and these are just like engineering dudes in the 1960s <laughs> and in like they, they, they don't know how to act oh the, these guys from the intro <laughs> this is great content jake that <laughs> <laughs> looks good Get a golf ball a mile away. <laughs> no motion. We have it now, Bill. Good. Let's hope we can keep it. <laughs> the signal looks good, Luke. <laughs> the quick cut. Tracking looks good too. Jake, I don't want to stop watching this. This Let's is see how is doing. incredible content. It's really Who produced good. this. And- it was released by the United States government in a very special period of time where it becomes public domain so we can air it on our channel and not get a takedown request. It's fantastic. So we might just post the whole video to YouTube just for fun because we can and that's how copyright law works. That was the original version of, like, you ever watch the movie Miracle? I'm sure you have. As a Canadian, you probably have watched the, the hockey movie Miracle. Oh my lord. Yeah, I might be failing here. I might be... I might be revoking my passport here. Jeez. Miracle. Miracle. I didn't watch it. I don't like sports movies. They're, uh. <sighs> That's a good one. Anyway, when they were doing that, they were this about the 1980 game where the U.S. beat the Red Army, okay. you know? Yeah. 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 Um, but they were like, should we teach actors to play hockey or hockey players to act? And they determined that the hockey players to act was way better because it would take too long to teach a hockey stop basically (laughs) you know like paul rudd's never gonna figure out a hockey stop we can't do that we gotta gotta go this other way (laughs) so they actually went the correct way as opposed to armageddon that that chose to to turn turn drillers into astronauts is what you're saying (laughs) totally (laughs) okay all right yeah so balloons yeah certifiably Um, not a space story well, okay, so, so we're learning. here's here's what's really funny about I was reading the the objectives of this mission, like what they were trying to accomplish with it. And it's like just like simple tech demo stuff. But uh, look at this. There's like a list of all these things. And I'll read this from the Wikipedia. This is the last uh, 
mission objective of Project Echo. So this is 1960. They flew this. Okay. The and put yourself now back into 2023. Provide precedent for the overflight of other nations by surveillance satellites. Nailed it. So they were tra- they were trying to say that we can do this. We're allowed oh, to yeah. overfly other nations with balloons. Of course, and of look course. At you. Yeah. And here we are. Worried about the it's, Chinese. I love it. It's the whole thing. It's, yeah. so, it's perfect. It's yeah. perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's old as new again. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, look, um, if you want to watch another movie that you've never watched, I think it was called Bridge of Spies about Gary Powers. The, the is that SR-71 the one with Tom was Hanks? shot down. Yeah. He's the negotiator in it. Yeah. I yeah. Think. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that. That's one. a good one. Yeah. But that, I mean, that was the same deal, right? Like, yeah, we're going to yeah. fly over places and take pictures with the camera suite. It's like the same yeah. thing that we've always been doing. So. It was like U2 stuff, right? Because it's like really high yeah. and then, yeah. Well, it was, hmm. a, it was the Blackbird. It was Blackbird, right? No, oh, that was, was U2. It? Oh. It was I U2. thought it was U2. Blackbird, not yeah, yeah, yeah. U2. I was thinking um, about a Blackbird because I was thinking about how that was the funniest one because it was just like, well, we're going to make a plane that goes faster than you can shoot it down. So, see ya. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was the, like, um, the one mission of it was, we're still going to do overflights. We just need to haul ass when we do them. And it's like, all right, great. We got it. Like, we can do this. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Blackbird, um, that's that's the SESR-71, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the one? It's the Nighthawk. That's the other stealth one. The little, oh, yeah. the little bomber, right? It's F F one seventeen Nighthawk. One seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one is. Uh, <laughs> I was really disappointed when I grew up and 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 learned that that is not a fighter jet. It's a bomber. Because <laughs> as a kid, <laughs> it was like this is like it's got this like Darth Vader looking like nimble tiny little fighter thing, and it's like no, it's a bomber. Like, okay. Yeah, a couple of things. So the only reason to go in the general area of Joshua Tree National Park is so that you can see the Nighthawk that is at the uh, Air and Space Museum in Palm Springs. Mm, okay. There's one sitting there. It's There's no more black finish on it. It's scrubbed down and all the stealth coating that's like nasty stuff is scrubbed off of it. So it's just this What does it gray. look like? Steel? Uh, yeah, yeah. It looks pretty sweet. I probably have a picture it of it. Looks like a, a SpaceX keeper heavy. You want to see the picture I took of it? Maybe I took a picture. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Can't get I a, can't I get a, a takedown request for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's true it for does anyone, take for anyone who wants to know what it's like to be on youtube is mostly just trying not to get takedowns <laughs> uh <laughs> the other fun thing about the nighthawk was the that was the one that no one knew about until like one morning there were bombs that hit baghdad and the u.s was like yep yeah, that was us we did it you didn't even know we were there like we were in and out nothing was tracked like we have a plane that can do that now and i was like what the hell uh, yeah um, there is a great book so if you i don't know if i have a picture that i took i might not have taken a picture of it okay um there is a great book that is uh what's it called it's i guess it might just be called skunk works uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. The ben rich yeah. one it's the guy that yeah per, skunk works personal memoir of my years at lockheed uh so ben rich was like the early he eventually ran skunk works he was lower level when they were doing nighthawk and stuff or when they were doing early, you know, early ones in that but that's an awesome awesome book about the founding of it how it all worked i think if you're interested in aerospace stuff that's like a really sweet look into how some of these projects went so cool there's some really cool yeah. anecdotes in there you're bringing back pics <laughs> <laughs> apparently this is a show of balloons and pics <laughs> yeah no honestly that's uh, like that was one of my favorite books i've read in the last couple of years Cool. Okay, I'll take a look. 
Um, do you want to see one more one more fun clip from that? Oh, that I document? absolutely want to see one more fun clip. <laughs> okay, if, if you go to four twenty three, um, this is this is less funny and more prescient. So, um, well, prescient and also like kind of innocently naive, or maybe uh, I don't know. That just it, let's just watch it and it's, it's good. This is, this is, <laughs> and decide later what this is. <laughs> um, so this is this is their look at the. Look at their look at the future um, of satellites and what they can do with it. Because this is 1960, right? They're trying to like convince the public why satellites are good. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. So, wow! Oh, that looks wow. familiar. <laughs> been outlined by the Bell system. The plan envisions several strings of equipped satellites, altogether about 50 of them, orbiting mm. at a Whoa, height of about just missed the laser link idea, though. That's <laughs> <one's> so close. <laughs> so close. So close. And if you wanted to send, say, and then a telephone watch message this, or a television program to some this area is really not funny. covered by any single satellite, the signals might be bounced from transmitter to satellite, back to Earth, up to a second satellite, and down to the destination. Perhaps. That way, you could maintain continuous transmission of telephone calls and television programs to various parts of the Earth. But scientists have conjectured even far beyond this. Perhaps, someday, it will be possible and worthwhile. To put up a precisely positioned is at best far in the future. At best. And, you know, miles out. Is at best far at in the future. So. I like that. With the earth and this, whoever this, well, you said this is 1960s sky. release, so it could have been produced a couple years before that. I, I just well, love that this. when they flew. I don't know when the thing was made. But, yeah. Okay. Well, I just love that this narrator was doubting that satellites would have worked, <laughs> even in the era where there were satellites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sputnik had happened. <laughs> if it became possible to launch something, then maybe we could put up a satellite. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like the like the the United States had already like retired an orbital rocket at this point. <laughs> They're all like, ah, yeah, yeah, we're done with that one. We can go on to something else now. We don't need the uh, we don't need the Vanguard rocket anymore. Let's try something different. <laughs> man, oh, man, that is so funny. Yeah. Uh, so. Tupper in the chat is talking about uh, there's an Air Force base with an aircraft on display at a big pedestal that had been removed for repainting. So just the pedestal was there, and somebody put an F one seventeen Nighthawk sign on it. <laughs> and I think I have a photo of that in particular. I think because oh. I there is one of those at the uh, airplane boneyard that is in Tucson. And maybe I didn't get a picture. It's like just like a giant field full of dead airplanes. Yeah, I I drove by the Nighthawk sign. Maybe I didn't. I was on the bus when we did it, so I didn't. I don't think I got a picture <laughs> of it. But yeah, there's uh, that place is. Oh no, I uh, no, I didn't. I took a picture oh. of a vomit comet. Oh yeah, All right. but there, that's totally a, a good joke that that works out there. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, Project Echo balloons. They've always been around. It's always been balloons. It's always been a thing. It's the Ohio meme. It's just it's just balloons. It's the whole time. Always has been. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny because it makes you think like if we're almost doing it the inverse, right? Where we have satellites and it's like, I guess you could just put a satellite on a balloon. That's cool. 
And I like to imagine that like in the 50s, it was like, what if we put what if we didn't need the balloon? What if we just took that thing that's on the balloon and then flung it into space? It's like <laughs> almost the exact opposite you could picture, you know. <laughs> in this economy? <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what I was getting at earlier is that like how expensive is this balloon? I mean, the helium inside it is probably the most expensive thing. So maybe this is mm-hmm. breaking the budget a little bit. No, didn't they solve the helium crisis though? Didn't they? They're like, we were running out of helium, we're running out we of did? helium. And then someone found like an enormous big pocket of it in Africa or something. And now we're like, we're good for helium forever. I oh. thought that was a story that had happened. I don't, like, I didn't few, follow that. A few years ago, there was like a little bit of like a concern, right? About, yeah. Because right. you can't, you can't make helium. Like it's just helium. It's like, so right. stars it is, make it, it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> stars make it. And then it is, and it doesn't react with anything that's like the whole point of it. Right. So it's just kind of, it's there or it's not there. If you want to have helium, you need to go find helium. Um, but yeah, there was like some big giant, like, I guess these are, like, this is wild to me. They're just like caves underground that are full of helium. That's like where you get helium from. And nature's the weird. world. <laughs> what a place, what a place we live in. Helium caves. Uh, yeah. Should we kick around any other topics that have been on your mind or should we talk about how we Martians back from the grave? (laughs) (laughs) We can talk about we Martians if you want. (laughs) This, yeah, this is a really funny story. So I put an episode out today. Um, I was laughing as I'm like hitting the publish button. I'm like, no, I gotta go explain this (laughs) after all the freaking drama that I did. Right. But so as I was like setting this all up, I actually had talked to, to Bruce, who's the, the PI of Insight, the principal investigator of Insight. Like I've been trying to get him on the show since October, I think, is when I first reached out to him last. Because at that point, it was like looking like Insight's mission was maybe winding down a little bit. It was, things were looking a little, little tight. And I was like, I should get Bruce on. We can talk about these last days. And then he's, he's like, yeah, I'd love to come on. And he, they had a uh, conference we had to deal with. And then there were some illnesses. And then there was another conference. And then there was Christmas. And it just like it never happened. And and we couldn't get it all lined up. And so I went ahead with, you know, ending the show. And then I think like as soon as I like published like I'm done and like hit all the publish buttons, is like bleeding right in my email. Hey, I'm ready to do the show now. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. So, yeah. Anyway, I couldn't say no to it. Uh, I, Insight is... I don't know. It's like a super special mission to me, maybe more than it deserves to be, but I got to go, <laughs> you know, watch, be there, watch it be launch it. <laughs> and um, got to go hear the launch. And uh, it's the only Mars mission, only any mission that I covered start to finish. So that's kind of cool. Right. So I yeah, just so love I that now your site reads like all the times that Elon Musk said he was leaving Twitter before. Where he was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm done tweeting for a while. And then like yeah. 10 then, minutes like, later, he was tweeting. An, an hour and 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes later, yeah. He's this like, is like 10 days ago, like, six hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. So it's not coming back. I just, uh, I did that one. That's that's on the house. That's for free. <laughs> I just, uh, I am, um, <laughs> it, it felt very self-indulgent, so I don't feel like a very... I just like just turned the microphone on and let Bruce talk to me for an hour and it was like <laughs> great. I loved it. It probably was the most so, relaxing yeah. show you've done because you didn't have to worry about like who do I have lined up next and what's going on and yeah. Yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And uh you know, and, and he's a great talker, he didn't require a lot of editing, so I just got to listen back to it and yeah, take out like a cough here and there and that was <laughs> fine, you know, and it was good. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um so it's it's just arguably a probably a pretty good episode, I think so. And uh I'm happy to get it out there, but 
Well, you want to do a little lightning round? I got. I have some news topics that I brought, Jake. Oh, okay. It's All right. More, I didn't prepare a terminal account. So. This is a follow-up segment more than a terminal account. More of okay, we have right. some recent storylines we've been following, and I thought we maybe should just check in on these things. Okay, sure. Okay? Yeah. Uh, Virgin Orbit almost definitely going out of business. <laughs> Story yeah, number one, right? Was... <laughs> <laughs> I saw those tweets. Was it last week? Was it uh, Eric was tweeting about it? Or yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, this is not the kind of thing you do when you're like in really good shape. <laughs> so, Virgin something or other. What's the name of the thing? Like there's a virgin Vox media. No, no, that's, that's totally different. Isn't it Vox space? Isn't that, or is it? No. Well, yes, that's their like DOD arm. Yes. Vox media is at the, blog. Oh. Uh, I guess it's just the virgin group, right? Uh, invested virgin in group. There we go. 10 million. Oh, from virgin investments limited limited. That's what I'm looking at. They invested 10 million into virgin orbit. And as a stipulation on that, they get all of the assets of Virgin Orbit if and when they go out of business first. So they basically invested <laughs> $10 million to get a 747, which has to be the best deal for a 747 of all time. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. <laughs> so that, I just wanted to comment on that. Uh, it does seem like Virgin might have the plans to put the Boeings together. Maybe they're going to sell this all up as a package deal to Boeing. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, Boeing's the 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 buyer that makes the most sense from a a, a comedy content standpoint for us. So we're really rooting for that. One. <laughs> you know, that's couldn't ask for much more over here at the Off Nominal Media Corporation for a, a Boeing buyout of of an, a seven forty seven rocket company. <laughs> and to keep it Eric Berger themed, on our second follow up item. Uh, he had a nice report about Vulcan that uh, is he he is putting at the end of this, Jake. Let's just zoom in real quick. Let's zoom in. You you can go ahead and read that. You read that out loud if you want. <laughs> is this the 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 last one here? This very likely pushes the debut of Vulcan into May. May the readiness of Peregrine. That's what we're oh, looking sorry, at. Were you still reading? I was, but it's okay. fine. Readiness of Peregrine in progress. Majoring Vulcan testing. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't there even a, a line in there? Wasn't there a line for you in there that was talking about the engines not being ready? Uh, I thought that. I felt like that was an ending line. Some would say. Some would say. It might be. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> After your whole thing about counting engines at uh, Astrobotic HQ. I was, and I think the count is still on, unfortunately. So Okay. Yeah. All right. So Eric will be coming on next week to kick that story around a little bit. He will. Just wanted yeah. to update everyone that even though Jake lost me a day point in the uh, Nostradam bot betting by betting that the Starship <laughs> static fire would not happen today, I still have like 27,000. So it's fine. Actually, it turns out I may not have lost that point. Why? Because I think I stipulated that it was 33 engines and it sounds like maybe one or two didn't fire. So. Okay, I was going to say, can, should we use the last couple of minutes to check in on this and discuss? <laughs> probably, probably. Okay, but I don't do know it. where to check let's on that. Well, you, have, you have some sort of live content over there. What's going on? Fill us uh, in. I just saw it. I, no, I saw it in our own YouTube comments here. Oh, it's in here? Okay. You know, I think, uh, I think I might be okay here. I, apparently there was an Elon tweet. That'll do it. I don't know what that means. 
team turned off one engine just before start and stopped itself. So 31 engines fired overall. Well, what happened to the other one then? No, one one turned itself off and the team turned the other oh, one okay. off. Yeah, so one one on purpose and one by accident. Ah, okay. 31's pretty good. 31's great. It's <laughs> a pretty good... Uh... Pretty good I mean, this is actually this is actually best of both worlds for me because I yeah. win the prediction and I get to have a static fire. <laughs> totally, yeah. and and good progress was made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like this this is great news. Yeah, you know? this is the best news. Yeah, we both get a day point, and uh, it seems like things are moving in the right direction. So, is this gonna? Yeah. Is Jake? It's getting pretty close here, man. It is getting kind of close. I'm starting to feel a little nervous about my September uh, uh, tweet. Yeah, uh, prediction. I'm feeling a little. Yeah. What did feeling I put? A little, same. Feeling a little hot under the collar on that one there. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. We're all kind of in the end there. I think yeah. between me you and um, was it Lauren that was I on felt, this year? I felt that, and then there was an Elon tweet like yesterday or something where he was like, "Hopefully, Hopefully it'll this fly year. this year." Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but as as I think it was Nakara in the in the I actually have no idea how to pronounce his hand, username, but I think I got it. Is that the correct yeah. pronunciation? He can let us know. One uh, of those words you only ever read. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> as he put, once Elon starts like putting some fud into the air then that means it's close right like that means it's good Falcon yeah, yeah. was gonna blow up one day before it took <laughs> off so if, if it's like doom and gloom that means things are moving in the right direction it's almost there so that is a <laughs> yeah, that is a great sign yeah i almost think that's just that's just him trolling us like elon just being like yeah, maybe it's actually called now. i can do whatever i want big like, silver rocket now is what the name yeah, is yeah you can call it big silv <laughs> well it's actually called big wiener big wiener rocket <laughs> Oh, it's called weird. woke illuminati rocket is more like yeah, what he yeah, would rename yeah. it these days <laughs> the, the free speech one it's called <laughs> mark one <laughs> well, we're off the rails we're really off the rails yeah mm-hmm. oh man <sighs> what are you working on man what's going on in your world how did we get here i'm sorry for how this. did we get here i'm yeah, sorry yeah. about this it's all good it's all good they can't all be bangers, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Here, well, I've got some good news for people. Nobody's watching us anyway. They're all watching. No, they're all watching Star Shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen, we mentioned we mentioned that uh, Eric Berger's coming on next week. Mm-hmm. Week after that, fan favorite mm-hmm. and our favorite, Lori Garver, yeah. returns to the show. Lori Garver's coming back. Talk. She's been doing some new stuff in the Brooke Owens world, and they've got a whole yeah. new set of recruits. I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll get into some other topics. And then also, she's going to be on Miko. So mm. her and I are scheduled to chat tomorrow. So I feel good about pre-announcing this one. But uh, this will be a fun one, Jake. And maybe we can brainstorm some things while I'm talking here. Because mm. what I proposed to her was we talk that she's just spent all these all this time and all these interviews talking about NASA history and policy. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. know, like, if, if she was back there today, what would she do about all this, all these policy topics? How would mm-hmm. she handle yeah, commercial yeah. Leo? How would she handle the Russian ISS segment situation? Yep. The human landing system. There's all these interesting space to- policy topics that, because everyone wanted to talk about the book, rightly so, great book. I feel like there hasn't been a lot of content about like what would you do with policy X, Y, or Z, and that's pretty good. Hmm. So what? Are, what are your? You, you got any hot button items? You got a griller uh, on on sort of like we, we got to give her some pushback here and make her i mean you know Lori has obviously won our hearts and sort of what what her stance was you know in the in the 2000s and the 2010s like i think we're all on board the the Lori train for for that that policy decision uh process but um you know i think it'd be fun to to 
put her on the spot a little bit and and try and poke some holes in in the strategy, right? Because mm. that's that's somehow sometimes how you can get some really good details is where you like you know like no prove it like let's you know All bring right. your receipts. Right? What's going on here? So, what do you so got? I would love I would love to ask her. Um, and you kind of alluded this to I'm so I'm way behind on your podcast by the way so I'm gonna like dredge up <laughs> stuff but uh, I just listened to the the Casey Dreyer episode um, mm-hmm. from the midterms uh, and you know he loves this this uh, topic of of SpaceX as you know policy by outlier right like do you do you build a program around what SpaceX can do when only SpaceX can do it and no one else can like come close to that right so I would love to hear her stance on that like what do you do? Mm if you're nasa what the hell do you do with spacex like like how do you how do you use them but also like keep yourself you know secure and and that is a yeah i wasn't even thinking about bringing that up but it that's a great way to put it because when her time at nasa right like the thing she was pushing for was let's do these because we what we might get out of it is one of these breakout outliers Mm-hmm. but we only got one breakout outlier so then yeah. what yeah that the now what is a really interesting way to put it. especially with starliner doing its thing like it's only gonna fly six flights to the iss and yeah that's probably it yeah m- maybe if if ever if all the cards play out nice it'll get to go to the blue origin space station but like there's a lot of, it. a lot of ifs and roadblocks on that yeah. path right and i doubt it so yeah i don't know that's an interesting thing to me it's just like I, I I almost want to hear like a panel with her and Casey on it. That's what we got to get to going. There we go. I'll follow that one away because there's a yeah. place I should use that idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, <there> is. <laughs> as you may know. Uh, so that's going to be a fun one. Uh, let's talk about one other thing, Jake, before we're out of here, because mm-hmm. I would like to just give a quick shout out to Freddie. Yeah, Freddie. Freddie is somebody who said. I never fly rideshare. <laughs> <laughs> so people Freddy have been diving a, in the Discord. Yes, yes. Freddie is a is a dedicated launch kind of guy, and he, <laughs> he decided that he wanted to uh, enter the Discord on his own terms, at his own schedule, <laughs> on his own orbit, and he didn't care what the price was. Nope. So, and shout it's out just, to so if you're somebody out there that feels the same that you would never fly rideshare. You got to get in this. So, no, but seriously, the Discord. Remind people how this works, Jake. Yes, yes. So if you go to offnom.com slash Discord, you can see uh, how you can support the show. Our Discord's awesome. It's been popping lately. There's been lots of uh, uh, new people coming in and, and and changing the dynamic. You know, whenever you get someone new, you always get to kind of experience some new perspectives and stuff, which has been really fun. I love it when new people join. Um, we had some great conversations. There was a very uh, uh hilariously pedantic argument about whether the space shuttle was a rocket or not and so if you have an opinion about that we want to know what you think uh, i am staunchly in the yes it's a rocket camp um but uh, i i faced some very very stiff uh, uh resistance to that one so that was kind of fun but we have weird conversations like this all the time like it's just, this is what it's like to be sometimes they're space related sometimes they're about macaroni and cheese but um it's uh, it's a lot of fun all so. valuable debates that All are better debates. than the debates that you're having elsewhere on the internet. <laughs> yes, yeah. Hands down, get out of Twitter replies. That's garbage, garbage land. You don't want to. You don't want to engage with people in Twitter replies. Get into this Discord. Come talk to some smart people who, uh, you know, they have they got skin in the game. They're paying five bucks a month, just like you can. So they want to be there, or more if you're if friends. you're into or never 20, flying rideshare. Twenty five bucks if you're never flying rideshare. Last order of business, since we're going to we're going to be busy the next two weeks with guests. So I thought we should get some homework out of the way here. 
Okay. Uh, I had pitched a few times that you should go to offnom.com slash feud, put in your response to what we'll play as Family mm-hmm. Feud. 144 of you have done that, which is an excellent number. We could use a couple more if you haven't yet. Put your answers in. But I'm also going to start... Uh, so the trouble that I've put myself in, Jake, is that I've developed a great idea for a game show that I'm going to play... <laughs> and I have nobody to help sort out the data so that I don't see it and cheat. So I'm <laughs> accepting applications if you would like to help <laughs> collate these answers. Bring some and I just have to warn you again, I can't I can't not remind you how terribly you all did at the prompts that I asked for newlyweds questions. <laughs> you all did so bad at that. So just be fully aware if you're gonna if you're gonna uh, try to help out with this idea. Be aware what people will have put on you in this Google Sheet. I haven't looked at it. I'd only looked at how many rows there are. I have not looked at the answers. It's probably a hot mess. And I guess you should also know, you you know, potential candidates should also know that Anthony apparently has very high standards for the work you do for us. So bring your A game (laughs) or he will will bring you through the mud every episode going. Listen, here's the job description. Go through this horribly formatted inputted Google form that you all probably screwed up. And then organize that just condense the answers a little bit so that we have a viable uh, percentile ranking right have you ever number one requirement you've watched an episode of family feud that is a number one requirement none of you watch the newlyweds i need somebody that's watched family feud Hmm. so we're what how that's going to result is there's going to be answers to these questions jake and i are going to guess what your answers were we will get points based on how the percentage of the audience that answered that answer right so if 99% of you said Falcon 9 was your favorite rocket, which probably was the answer. We would get 99 points, right? That's how Family Feud works. So I just need somebody to help collate these answers, do some percentage math, and then we'll figure it out from there. I haven't, that's the only step I've figured out so far. Yeah, and you'll have to you'll have to do like some of the work of like you know if 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 the answers are rockets and someone puts Falcon and someone puts Falcon 9 and someone puts Falcon rockets like you gotta you gotta Merge bundle those right together ones. and sort of like yeah you, you gotta, gotta put them together in sort of like interesting ways you know right two two requirements you've watched family feud and you have some degree of space knowledge and taste that you can merge these in the right <laughs> and way <reading> comprehension. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because we have people in our life we could ask the help that have would not know which things to merge so no 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 that's that's the real trouble there yeah yeah so that's All what right. i got jake you got That's anything gonna else? Be fun. I can't wait. No, you know, I'm uh, just sort of wrapping stuff up. So it's been uh, it's been an admin kind of week mm. for me, cleaning things out and getting the last episode done. And but yeah, no, it's been good. I've just been working out so that I can climb the poles on Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> That's been <laughs> my primary the, thing. It, is the superb owl this weekend? Is the this superb the superb owl? Is this weekend? Yeah. Uh, I just, Hey, fun fact, five years ago, Falcon heavy launched the two days after the Eagles won the super bowl, best week ever. I won, we won the super bowl. I was on broad street until too late. I woke up three hours later to go to the flight, to meet you in Florida, to go to Falcon heavy, <laughs> to watch it launch, to get on a plane immediately and land and go right to the super bowl parade. So like that was an excellent week five years ago. I recently saw a rocket launch in person again for the first time in five years because of pandemic plus having a child really put things Mm -hmm. in a weird spot. And what do you know it? The Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl again. So 
There you have it, Jake. Well, now you're up to I news would... on sports. This is the sports section of Off Nominal. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you and your 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 Crisco Crusaders well in, in their, <laughs> their their endeavors this weekend. May you may you kick many balls and hold them with your hands and whatever you do for yeah. <laughs> All right. And if you want Jake's live toots on the uh, matter, spacey.space is where we're at on Mass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will live tweet the uh, the Eagles game. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I will not. That is not a that's not a it's not happening. <laughs> See you later, everybody. Bye. One, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. End of test.